2: Perloff
3: crazier okay bills win 21-14 not spoil it they should have won <laughs> that game 52-7 to oh
2: I know what happened watching the Buffalo Bills and specifically Josh Allen on offense is like taking every drug at one time you're high <laughs> you're low you're up you're down it's light it's dark you're crying you're laughing it's a crazy experience and it was on full display last night in a game that had not the most stakes, but one of the games that had the most stakes. Bills win, they get the number two seed, and now they will host, if they win, two home playoff games. The first one coming against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who themselves won a crazy game. That was on Saturday yeah. in a driving rainstorm. So much to get to, but, you know, we're going to talk about all the matchups. So we're going to talk about the playoffs and how everything came down last yesterday and Saturday. But I think there's a fundamental Question That people tend to disagree on after watching Josh Allen, which is can this player ever win a Super Bowl because he's got all the talent, the arm talent, but the decision making at times is so horrendous. It is the one thing that is kind of like the equalizer. It was just about talent. He'd be like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but the decision making is so absent and so reckless at times. You wonder if that will perennially and forever be his fatal flaw.
3: Yeah, it's funny. You know that expression, the game slows down for a quarterback. It seemed to slow down for Jordan Love this season. Like he can see the field. It doesn't slow down at all for Josh Allen. It doesn't really matter because... (laughs)
2: The game speeds up.
3: uh, Come playoffs, you know, they're in a little bit of a similar boat to the Baltimore Ravens where the future of their quarterback's health is completely irrelevant. Josh How many times did he run the ball last night? If you count all the sneaks, by the way, a lot of tush pushes that I'll bet you you're into now. Yeah, for
2: some reason don't work. Don't don't really work. <laughs> I don't know what Leonard Fournette's doing back there, man. Push.
3: But they uh they clearly like he'll Josh Allen's so confident in his size that he'll sell out his body on any play. That's yeah. why you, that's why you can win without a quarterback who can't cannot see the field and is not making the right decision time and time again. If it's third and sixth in the fourth quarter, obviously Josh Allen's gonna run for a first down. So this is the same old story. They're just they're basically a running quarterback team, which is funny because you don't think of him like Lamar Jackson, but in some you used to actually have yes. compared him many times. But Cam most Newton. people most people do not think of him like that, but he really is like if he didn't have that secret weapon, if the Bills didn't have that secret weapon, I don't know where they'd be because he is not running a consistent passing offense at all.
2: <laughs> no, which is funny because they do have weapons, but it's it's true. Josh Allen, 15 carries last night. That yeah. led the team.
3: He's and gonna and he's gonna go 15 every playoff game too. So you yes. have to deal with that if you're a defense.
2: Perloff at one point texted me, "Do the Bills have a playbook <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on offense?"
3: He never he, he never runs the first read. Yes,
2: and I said they threw the playbook of the garbage in 2020. Like there's par- that, and that's again what comes down to this question and Carlos I think we should put this as a poll question today with EJ a little under the weather Carlos and Manny are here hanging with us Will Josh Allen ever win a Super Bowl because again you had the two touchdowns but you also had the two interceptions and you had a brutal fumble that happened at the yeah. end of the third quarter honestly the the spark that happened for Buffalo and the most important like play of the game for them besides Taylor Rapp's you know game sealing interception on Tua was the punt return for a touchdown from Deontay Hardy, who was the first player that the Bills signed in free agency this offseason. Like, wow, that's, I guess we're going after Deontay. We, them, are going after Deontay Hardy. Mm. Look at the guy just made all of his money right with that play because it really did turn the tide. And then on the flip side for the Miami Dolphins, you know, I had been someone who was high on them. They now get the short end of the stick here. They have to go to Kansas City yeah. to play the Chiefs. That's going to be a brutal place to play, especially because the weather report has it at like bitter, freezing cold temperatures.
3: Uh, the Dolphins are cooked. I mean, <laughs> to me, the emblematic thing of the Dolphins last night was Melvin Ingram trying to go out there and play football at this stage of his career.
2: Well, first uh, of in all, coverage like, over. Yeah, Dalton dude. Kinkade. First of all,
3: you haven't been to a weight room in three years. Put some sleeves on, dude. <laughs> oh. they, they were. Christopher <laughs> Wilkins should... was. I've, what happened to Miami having the advantage of the Heat? Christian Wilkins looked like he was melting last night. The uh, the Dolphins are just too beat up. And Van Ginkle, I don't know how bad he's injured, but he's a great player this year. So they lost Jalen Phillips. Obviously, uh, who's the other pass rusher they lost? Bradley uh, Chubb. Bradley Chubb. And now Van Ginkle's out. The, I'm sorry, it's not happening this year. And they, everyone knows they have one offensive weapon since Waddle hasn't been out on the field consistently. So once Tyreek Hill, it's, I, that's what I'm saying. The, the Bills should have won this game 52-7. They handed this to the Dolphins to make it a close game. And the Dolphins have not beaten a good team anyway. So that, that, that's a... Well, okay. You're right. They did beat the Cowboys. But that makes me wonder about the Bills. Are the Bills going to make it a close game with anybody? Yes. Probably not the Steelers. The Steelers without TJ Watt are as harmless an NFL playoff team as we've seen in a long time.
2: Okay, but are we sure they're going to be without T.J. Watt? That's a good question. That's the other big headline that came out of the weekend. And again, that was from Saturday with T.J. Watt. Uh, A little friendly fire, right? It was his own guy who got uh, rolled up on him a little bit. yeah. yeah. uh, T.J. Watt now has, according to J.J., his brother, has a grade 2 MCL strain in his knee. And so, I guess...
3: They said a couple weeks rest
2: he's gonna play
3: he I, is he is the entire team man you need him causing havoc or you do not have a chance and he, even I guess the Ravens if there was no TJ Watt I don't know how the Steelers pull that game out
2: so that's what's going on we'll dive more into the Steelers because they potentially have a big decision to make now that they're in the playoffs they are the seven seed they're gonna go to Buffalo that is going to be uh let me get the time of that game that game is going to be on. Where'd that game go? Ah, I just had it. Meanwhile, this is going to be an interesting one. It's seven, seven. excuse me, nine and a half point spread. So that game's going to be Sunday at one o'clock. Pardon me. I lost my schedule. It's up to a nine and a half point spread. Um, we'll talk more about the Steelers again. They have some questions about their quarterback situation. Do you start Mason Rudolph? Do you go back to Kenny Pickett? Yeah. We'll talk about that. But here's the thing. You're right about the Bills in that they can beat anybody yeah. and they can lose to anybody. And it's all going to come down to Josh. Now, I think that he can win a Super Bowl. I do. I think that there is enough on this team where, first of all, you know he's going to turn the ball over. You're hoping it's not three times like it was last night. But I do think there's going to be a moment, like last night, where, yes, he's going to turn the ball over, but on balance he makes so many more plays. And just you talk talk about like a math equation, the bad plays versus the good. And it all it will end up in the positive side of the ledger for him.
3: See, I don't even think Josh Allen is necessarily the only key. You always sit here and say that the Bills need to run the ball. Yep. The Bills, actually, last night, I didn't think the run game really was cooking. But say they play Baltimore in the championship game. You can't. you I, I disagree with you. And it says like Josh Allen's not going to do it. Like you need James Cook. You yeah. need some. But you need someone to control the ball so Lamar doesn't get a thousand shots at it. You really. I, I think you need to to really slow the game down. Commit to the run. Do the short passes to Dalton Kincaid, who I told you about by the way.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Perloff, you get to claim victory on this. Yeah. The day that they drafted Dalton Kincaid, yeah. you and I were in Kansas City for the draft, and you said this is going to be the best thing for you. And I said, well, how about a tight end with a back issue? Yeah. I don't know if that's what they should be targeting with the, their first-round pick. I don't know where they'd be without him.
3: Well, he's the new slot guy. I mean, Josh Allen needs that slot guy, right? Definitely. So I think they they control the ball against Baltimore. Because their defense is good, but you can't. Well, here's what you can't have, is Josh Allen throwing three interceptions against Baltimore. You can get away with it against a beat-up Miami team. So... I don't know. I feel like this is a whole team effort. Just hand the darn ball off. I I feel, isn't that what fans always say? Hand the ball off more, hand the ball off more when you have an (laughs) interception-prone quarterback?
2: Well, that and also, you know, you got to convert on a fourth and inches. I was really surprised, and kudos to Miami defense, who somehow they were able to stop Josh Allen on a fourth and inches right after they had executed one QB sneak. Then they did another one. He keeps going over the top like Troy Palomalu, it doesn't make sense. Like, the way you do the tush push, Jalen Hurts of the Eagles gave you the blueprint. You got to go low on this thing. Going high, that that's a recipe for disaster. You get the ball knocked out. I mean, a million bad things could happen. So, meanwhile, for as, you know, as good as a fourth quarter, I guess, as Buffalo had last night to win that game against Miami and win the AFC East, you still had a turnover, fourth and inches, handing it back to the... Miami Dolphins, who have this explosive offense, but ultimately to a throw pick.
3: Yeah, I mean, the Bills, the last three games have kind of kept these bad teams around. Yep. I think the Cowboys game, that's the, that's the blueprint. I mean, it was in Buffalo, so it was rainy, It was kind of cold. Yep. But they just controlled the game with defense. They look like Josh Allen didn't have that many mistakes. As he said, he didn't do much that game. Yep. That's the best Bills team. Do that. Do that against Kansas City. Mahomes and that team will give you, give you a... They can get through to Baltimore pretty easily. I think this is it's ironically, maybe the best AFC picture they've had in a long time.
2: Well, getting home games last year they did, but they squandered it to Cincinnati who came in and totally wrecked them at first. They beat barely beat Miami and then Cincinnati came in and just ruined their day from the very first drive of the game.
3: Yeah, but Cincinnati was pretty good last yep, year. I, I don't think that anyone except Baltimore. I mean, does anyone the Chiefs cannot scare you the way they've been playing? Nobody can catch the football. I, it is Mahomes, but and I know you were scarred by 13 seconds. But still, this is a great opportunity to get to the title game for the Bills.
2: So that Chiefs game is going to be... Let's quickly just go through the playoff, uh, the wild card, and everything that got set. So kicks off Saturday, 4.30. That's going to be Browns at Texans. Then 8 o'clock Saturday night, uh, Eastern time, that is. Dolphins at the Chiefs Saturday night streaming exclusively on Mm. Peacock.
3: Well, good thing the Dolphins are really not healthy because that's not a must watch.
2: Well it's only a three and a half point spread yeah, on that I, game. So it's definitely that, a must watch a, by that the way. That All is such a are.
3: criticism of the Chiefs.
2: It is. That is a slap in the face I, you I think, really, to the Chiefs.
3: If if you need to take some time off from football Monday at eight PM, Bucks Eagles, you can definitely well, we'll, walk away from that we'll game. That. I don't know if every playoff game is the same must watch. I, I don't I can't see how the Dolphins, the Dolphins team I saw last night is gonna really how are they gonna beat the Chiefs?
2: You got to hope with Waddle back, Mostert back and you got to yep, hope yep, that yep. some guys end up playing like is, you know, dudes that they lost in this game last night. You're not getting Bradley Chubb back. You're not yeah. getting Jalen.
3: Uh, yeah. Van ginkle has been the key to that defense. So they need him back, but it does feel like that is sort of a, a sloppy mess matchup. Both teams are playing kind of messy football right now.
2: Sunday, you get Packers Cowboys at four 30 Eastern, excuse me, Sunday, uh, Steelers Bills get you started off then it's Packers Cowboys at 4:30 Eastern time finishes off Sunday night Rams at Lions so the Matthew oh. Stafford return game and then Monday Perloff's Eagles against the Bucs.
3: That's a fun Sunday afternoon. You yeah, get Packers, hard. Cowboys, and all that history. Then the, the revenge matchup, Matthew Stafford against the Lions. I don't know if it's revenge because he's happy they sent him to LA. Is that a revenge matchup? I don't
2: think it's a revenge matchup. And I think <laughs> the fans were like cheering for Stafford. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah, Lions yeah. fans were cheering for him in the Super Bowl a and couple it, years
3: ago. Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff are not exactly revenge guys. They seem like <laughs> oh, they're golf maybe. I don't know, but they seem like two of the most laid-back, nicest quarterbacks in the league. They're not really, like, out there for blood.
2: Uh, I think Goff may have something to say about this. I mean, this is a team that gave up on him. Traded him, again, It might end up being better for him. They did make a Super Bowl when he was with the Rams and lost to the Patriots, but... I mean, if I'm Goff, I'm feeling I'm, I'm getting myself up for this game.
3: I of course you're up for it, but I can't picture Jared Goff being mad at anybody. I've never seen him even express the slightest bit of anger. You know, Jared Goff? These
2: guys are all killers underneath.
3: Jared Goff? No, he's not. 855-212-4 CBS.
2: 855 212 So let's start off. Poll question for you Can Josh Allen ever win a Super Bowl? Which is funny because we still have the wild card round. We got all these other rounds to go through. I'm not penciling the Bills into the Super Bowl by any stretch. But you got the full experience. It's the full highs and lows. I mean, if last night's game didn't crystallize everything about Josh Allen, I don't know what will. You can watch the show. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Pine Needles in the chat said, congratulations, Maggie, but that was an ugly way to make it. You think? Thank you, Titans. And Jags maybe had one of those disappointing losses the weekend.
3: Did you guys have the thought uh, after the Jags lost, the Bills were already in the playoffs that they maybe weren't as urgent and desperate as they could have been last night because they started off. I mean, they they kind of hammered them on the offensive line. They should have been up. I I didn't sense urgency in the first half from the Bills.
2: No, that's just how the Bills play.
3: I think they took their foot off the gas a little bit. If they had needed to win to get in, I think they win that game forty to twenty. I know that sounds absurd. I I think the Bills kind of relaxed a little bit
2: you think that josh allen like intentionally missed stefan Diggs on like a deep route because they knew they were in the playoffs already i don't think so this is just how the bills play guys I it. don't know.
3: I felt like they weren't super tight coming into that game. You think game. that's yeah. just
2: how they play? Playoffs, but if they no playoffs. This is this is you're getting the same experience.
3: If they they knew, listen, they knew the Dolphins were beat up. If they needed to win to get that game in, there, I think it would have been easier. I know. I'm just telling you, incentive plays a huge role. That's why they they basically won six games in a row because they've been playing for their lives for so long, which is a good formula. But weren't they six and six in the twelfth seed in the whole AFC?
2: Yeah, in mid November.
3: Yeah. Did you see the number two seed coming?
2: No, not at all. (laughs) I saw fire everybody coming. I saw moving on uh, from Sean McDermott coming. How
3: miserable did your man Sean McDermott look last night?
2: Well, how about this? Okay. Yeah. I know they've won a lot of games together, and I realized they won the game last night. And now they have the two seed, and they've won the AFC East for four straight years. I still don't think it's a great combination of head coach and quarterback. Now, listen, maybe this is the type of coach that Josh Allen needs, right? He needs somebody who's basically going to point out all of his flaws. He's going to grip them when he makes mistakes. And maybe that's, you know, different people need to be coached in different ways. But you would like at halftime when the Bills just had a brutal sequence at the end of the half where they let time expire because Allen threw short of the end zone. I mean, maybe show a little support for your quarterback there. It's been a tough first half. The guy threw two interceptions and then had that awful sequence at the end of the half. But you're still only down by a score and you couldn't have played worse. So, I don't know, maybe show a little support for your quarterback. He is incapable of doing that, Sean McDermott.
3: Yeah, one thing about Sean McDermott, his defenses have been pretty good. Yeah, the defense top, is good. Top five defense, again, with all those injuries. I, don't know I think their doing. Bills are an underrated defense. Last night, they held the Dolphins in Miami to 14 points. So, you're right. Chemistry-wise, this does not seem great. But I think McDermott may, might not be getting enough credit for that defense defense. Sustaining like they're outstanding and they lose everybody. They, how many injuries did they have this year?
2: Tons. And I, yeah. I think he does get a lot of credit for that though. Okay. I, no, I, I, do. don't,
3: I don't think when you look around at defensive gurus, Sean McDermott doesn't jump to mind.
2: Well, we're gonna get an interesting one looking ahead to the matchup Bills and Steelers, Sean McDermott, Mike Tomlin, <laughs> former college roommates. <laughs> know each other well. Eight five five two and two four CBS.
3: The Steelers, uh is the lack of offense guru. I mean, Mike Tomlin could suck the life out of any offense. I think that's <laughs> been proven
2: okay well saturday was a driving rain yeah, yeah, yeah that was disgusting Flash
3: though. No. that was not pretty
2: no 855-212-4cbs you can vote on our poll at maggie and pearl again josh allen could he ever win a super bowl or does too many mental mistakes um okay coming up we already have black monday in full effect who was the coach that got fired late last night And what does the future hold for that franchise? We've got all of the details for you next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
3: You haven't been to a weight room in three years. Put some sleeves on, dude.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: All right, so we got one happy fan and Maggie Gray with the Bills, number two seed. One unhappy fan with Andrew Perloff and the Philadelphia Eagles somehow bottoming out in weeks 18
2: What happened yesterday?
3: The, I as I told you last week the Eagles season ended about 10 days ago. Uh, their defense is so bad. Tyrod Taylor did whatever he wanted. Uh, DeVito actually we controlled a little bit, but whatever.
2: <laughs> wow. Congrats to you, you won the then, Super Bowl last year and you c- controlled control Tommy DeVito for a couple snaps yesterday. And as bad as
3: the offense is, the the badness of the defense is so overwhelming that it doesn't even matter that Jalen Hurts hurt his finger and AJ Brown was out. It's over. Now it's, I'm already analyzing the offseason.
2: Well, Cool, but you still have a playoff game against the sort Bucks. Of.
3: I mean, does anybody care about the Bucks Eagles playoff? They're just whoever wins that game is going to get slaughtered in San Francisco. We're talking fifty two to seven.
2: Wait, hold on. If nobody cared about the game, then the networks would have put it on Saturday at four thirty, right? That's the JV game. That's Browns Texans. But I'd the be Monday, the
3: Monday night is the is not the high the highest games are Sunday afternoon.
2: Right, which I know they didn't put them on Sunday afternoon, but generally the Saturday at four thirty is kind of acknowledged as like some kind of J V game, which I think is wrong by the way. Texans Browns is gonna be awesome. I'm super excited uh, about it. Uh, I'm just saying that's I mean
3: as far as as far as historical matchups and things like that. I mean You know, throughout the record books, when the Texans and the Browns get together in the postseason,
2: (laughs) yes, I'm so pumped about this. Uh, No
3: one's played
0: that game more than the Texans. They are always in the fourth. But it's usually, to
3: be fair, it's usually against the Bengals. It's not usually against the Browns. Right,
0: but Uh, they've made a living of being in that
3: game. I know. uh, Okay, we all love T.J. Stroud, by the way, but you have to admit both these teams are pretty darn flawed. The Texans. I mean, the Texans can't run the ball at all. And the Browns, Joe Flacco, is going to throw about five passes to the other team.
2: You're looking at this the wrong way. Don't look at the Texans and Browns and say, oh, these teams are both flawed. These are two teams that are overachieving in an amazing way. The Browns are on their fourth quarterback, and it happens to be Joe from the couch Flacco, and he's playing well. And you've got C.J. Stroud, who could become one of the next faces of the league. I mean, he's going to be the rookie of the year. This is awesome. This isn't a mm. time to poke holes in their secondary.
3: All right, if you ran the NFL TV department, like our buddy Ani Bose and Mike yeah. North, which would you put? What What to you would be the the relegated game to Saturday at 430?
2: Your Eagles. That you is put a the brutal watch, dude. It's brutal. I, I don't understand also why the vibes are so bad with the Eagles. It's like not only are you guys playing badly, but it's like nobody it, – Where'd all the the fun yeah. Jalen Hurts? Where's the Mojo? Where's Kelsey now, Mr. Fun Fat Guy? Where's he? The- he,
3: he, he- you, you can't touch.
2: Being, p- being a people's sexiest man of the mm-hmm. century? Like, get out of here.
3: Simple math, Maggie. You can't do the tush push when it's third and nine. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe. You don't have a nine-yard tush push in your playbook, so that's one of the problems.
2: I didn't even think you guys were front runners because you were a good second-half team. It turns out you're just really vulnerable.
3: Uh, that being said, you know that the Texans-Browns was going to be that 430 game. That's inevitable. As Bogus said, the Texans are, I think there's a grandfather clause. They have to play the first <laughs> playoff game.
2: Listen, they got their first. Primetime game against the Colts, and that game delivered. That was a fun game.
3: It was a fun game, but it wasn't exactly two heavyweights going at each other. It was kind of felt very AFC Southy to me. Again,
2: f- found money. Um, Black Monday off to a start already. Andrew Bogish is here. I'm assuming this is one of your stories. Uh, We'll get to it. It's
0: all sponsored by Progressive Insurance. (laughs) Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Yes, this happened, I think, exactly at 12.02 Eastern Time overnight. Uh, The Falcons beginning Black Monday by saying goodbye to Arthur Smith. Three seasons, a sub-500 record, no playoff appearance. The franchise has not made the postseason in six consecutive campaigns. Meanwhile, no. there are those Eagles. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I think their issues are more than just being tired. Hertz in a shotgun set with Penny to his right. Play fake. Hurts rises up, throws it. He's got Brown on a slant. Then fumble the football. It's out, and the Giants have it. Picked up by McFadden pushes his way up to the 25, no whistle yet, and finally a whistle. And Brown is down and hurt, too. A fumble, an injury, their pets' heads are falling off. Bob Papa, Giants Radio, the Eagles down 24-0 at halftime of their regular season finale. They lost to the Giants 27-10, closing on a 1-5 skid, which cost them the NFC East and dropped them to the 5-seed, Jalen Hurts and company, as you know by now, play Monday night in Tampa Bay.
2: You know nothing else really matters. Nothing else really matters. Not anything of the past. Um, not any record. Not any
0: um, past wins or losses. At least he sounds upbeat. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, I mean... does
2: he have a pulse? See the concussion <laughs> protocol, that was awful.
3: That's uh, yeah, it's typical Jalen. Even when Jalen Hurts wins, he's barely sounds like he has a pulse. You know, here's the thing: if the Eagles had beaten the Giants. Nobody would have cared anyway. They could have won that game forty-two to seven, and it would not matter because Incorrect. the Eagles were not playing for anything. So what's the difference? You're telling me I did not like this era. Of, oh, the Eagles need to beat the Giants to prove they have momentum. The Eagles were toast anyway. They could have won that game yesterday and it wouldn't make the slightest You're difference.
2: You're Mr. Momentum. You believe in that. Yeah. No,
3: Momentum in a meaningless game. I said the Eagles should sit their starters. I Honestly, I, I didn't think that there was nothing on the line. There was no way the Commanders were going to beat the Cowboys, so they were not playing for anything, and they kind of knew it.
2: Well, that was a tight game, actually, in the first half between the Commanders and the Cowboys. We'll talk about that game a little bit later on.
3: That would Cow- have been the worst-case scenario, by the way. If the Commanders had beaten the Cowboys and the Eagles had lost the Giants <laughs> and not...
2: And waved the white <laughs> flag, basically. This
3: all fell apart in two specific... Sarah, they lost to Seattle when they had them beat and Jalen Hurts through a stupid interception and then they lost to the Cardinals in the link in a game that could have sealed the division so the the Eagles season was lost a long time ago
2: uh, how about this uh, in the chat Sirianni going to get the tush push which is something that might be on the table now and uh, again our our friend Piney says Maggie it's the curse of Fat Dom not to mention their head coach has completely uh. lost the locker remember Fat Dom Big Dom what do they call him no one's calling each other fat anymore. We're we're better than that. Big bones. Husky Dom. <laughs> Husky Dom <dumb> was the <laughs> security guard who got into it with Dre Greenlaw of the San Francisco 49ers and his banned from the sideline.
3: I know. It's crazy that that has hurt the team so badly. It's
1: been but, all downhill to, uh, since us I mean, It really
3: has. Man. But dumb. this loss the locker room, you guys know there's nobody. Nobody who's in this locker room is going to be in next year's locker room. The whole team's going to have a sea change. So. I, I don't know, I'm not a big coach has lost a locker room guy. I always blame the players that that's why the Eagles can't execute any single play, and their defense can't cover anyone because they don't believe in the coach
2: i mean I don't, I don't think it's the only reason, but I think it's a it's it's a symptom of losing like or maybe it's the chicken of the egg like what came first? You lost total faith in your head coach, and then the vibes are off or the vibes were off, and then you lost faith in the head coach.
3: uh yeah, I think that's the lack of talent on defense.
2: Well then, don't go to Matt Patricia and make it worse. Does
3: it doesn't, you know. I, you could have Vic Fangio, Matt Patricia, Don Shula. It would not matter. They, these are bad anyway. I, I always blame the players a little bit too. If you stink, it doesn't matter who your coach is. Yeah, you heard it. Yeah, Good Bogus. What are you to say? They are tired. Money. They are tired. By the way, do you guys remember, are you old enough to remember what I told Bogus that the Eagles are just tired and that's why they're playing badly?
2: <laughs> yes, we all remember, <laughs> and then we deleted it from every Maggie and Perloff platform available. <laughs>
0: Uh, The Cowboys, by the way, beat those Commanders 38-10, so they're the NFC East champs. They host the Packers Sunday afternoon. Green Bay clinched its spot with a 17-9 decision over the Bears at Lambeau. The Rams earned the sixth seed with a 21-10 win at the Niners with Carson Wentz throwing for two scores and running for another. The AFC playoff picture finalized after 11 Eastern last night. With those bills getting that 21-14 win in Miami, Buffalo scoring 14 fourth-quarter points, then picked off Tua Tagovailoa with 113 left in regulation, and now Josh Allen has his fourth straight division crown. We
1: didn't blink. You know we came in at halftime and understood. You know what was going on. Um, you know we didn't feel like we were playing up to our potential. So this this second half, all three phases. That's, that's who we are. That's what we're going to need to be going forward.
0: Allen through to Dalton. Kincaid for the tie-breaking points mid-fourth quarter. Maybe Dawson Knox. Which tight end? I don't remember. After three <laughs> turnovers from Allen uh, in Miami territory earlier in the game. Both teams got hurt last night. A knee for Bills receiver Gabe Davis. Miami linebacker Andrew Van Ginkle has a foot injury. So now the Bills host the Steelers one Eastern Sunday. Miami goes to KC Saturday night. So it's Browns and, and Texans. Saturday afternoon on NBC. It's Lions Rams Sunday night on NBC. That's Tarico and Collinsworth. Who's doing the Peacock game? NFL network
2: people? No, I think this is the controversial one where oh, they skipped right. over Al Michaels yeah, for no, I but, and Eagle's son Noah. But
0: shouldn't yeah. Noah be doing the Saturday four thirty
2: game? Oh, maybe he is. Oh, oh is right, there there's a third two games. Crew?
0: There's th- there's technically three NBC games this weekend, two on NBC and the one on
3: Peacock. I bet you Chris Sims is the color guy, maybe? Or is that going to be like
0: no, a Rich Eisen game? is it going to be
2: Jack Collinsworth?
3: Why I ask? Is Ugh. this
2: going to be the Notre Dame broadcast? No, no, no. Funny but
3: you y'all. couldn't have you couldn't have an Eagle and a Collinsworth, and neither of them be Chris or, <laughs> or I am. So You know, it's funny because when the headline came it's out. Against F, it's against the, FCC Is there a role? Tony Dungy kid that could do color for that the game at night? The headline was, uh, you know, famous broadcaster's son steals Al Michaels' job, and I immediately thought it was Jack Collinsworth. <laughs> and it was Noah Eagle.
2: Yeah. Noah so, does a great job. Well, yeah, somebody, is, good. By the way, we have Noah good.
3: Is good. <laughs> we got to look up. We got to look up this broadcasting crew, You're right. It's three games. Are you sure about that, Bo? Because that's a lot of NBC games.
0: So I triple-checked because I'm watching the end of Bill's Chiefs last night, and they're doing promo on Bill's Dolphins, and they're doing promos, and Tariko mentions, we'll be in Detroit, can't wait for the Stafford return game, and they're promoing Saturday 430 NBC, and then please go download Peacock. So they have three games that they've got to staff, and he didn't say we're doing Saturday one game and then move into Sunday. Like, he's only doing Mm. Sunday night. So maybe that is a Jack Collinsworth game. Maybe it's an NFL Network broadcasting. Like maybe Eisen gets in somehow. Well, who does he?
2: Oh well, here's the thing though. Yeah. I mean, you got private jets. It doesn't even matter. You can't telling me you can't get from Houston from four thirty on Saturday and then get to Detroit for I mean, eight o'clock you, on you, Sunday you, for yeah, Torico. But... You
3: mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a you know Torico is a workhorse I and mean, he any... could, he could do it, but. Can you really study the teams and meet with the quarterback and the coach? Right.
2: Yeah, Tariko lives in Detroit. He's going to know the Lions inside and out. Well, he knows all these teams. It doesn't matter. Tariko's like, he never makes a mistake.
0: But he didn't say it last night. He didn't say, oh, we're doing a double or I'm going to be doing two games. Chris will be with me on Sunday night. He would have made a joke about that. If... And
2: then Tony Dungy.
0: And maybe. And the other game? Oh,
3: yeah, they the plot. Dungy.
2: Jack, uh, Jack Collinsworth and Dungey, guys. Or, I think one this of the, is what we're looking the at. The
3: McCordy that does the program? Yeah. I think it's Devin. Can't tell them apart. He's really no good. You know what? That'd be a, they, they have a lot of talent. I just wonder about the play-by-play there. Huh. Interesting.
2: All right. Funny, because they had Al Michaels.
3: You know what's funny? <laughs> um, <laughs> they had a guy.
2: Maybe, maybe Al Michaels didn't want to do Peacock. No, he would. He's doing, He's Amazon. doing Amazon. Yeah, right. what's the difference?
3: I, you know, it's a shame. This Dolphins-Chiefs game should be epic, but it really... I'm not sure Peacock's quite getting what they want. I think they'll get a decent rating there, but the Dolphins being hurt kind of hurts that one.
2: They're, they're in it for the Taylor Swift cutaways.
3: Yeah, they get Taylor Swift. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the Taylor clip from the Golden Globes? Yeah, wrestling? she was not happy with that not joke. Not even a little huh?
2: bit. <laughs> I mean, what the joke? Lighten up, Taylor. How about that? Lighten up.
0: Or was she trying to be funny with a death stare and it didn't land? I
2: thought maybe she was trying to put the joke and I'm like, oh, Kelsey's the better actor here, isn't right. he? Like by a mile, um, like what the the joke was so lame. So the joke was uh, Taylor Swift the Golden Globes. Well, I don't even know the comedian's name, Joe Coy. I've never heard of him before, but apparently he bombed. Oh, he's a, a big monologue. deal, right?
3: Yeah,
0: I'm
2: sure.
3: Uh, yeah,
0: but
2: he that's <laughs> just because I don't know him. Doesn't no, mean he's I not don't a know. I don't
3: I don't know him that well either. But, but I know he's a, a big comedian. And
2: he goes, oh, you know, the Golden Globes were coming off off uh, we're coming on after a double header of football on CBS, and what's the one thing? It, they have more of as cutaways of Taylor Swift. Something
3: like that. Yeah. Uh, we're, or, unlike the NFL, we have less cutaways at the Taylor, Golden Globes of Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift, Swift or something to that effect. And she's
2: there and she takes a sip of champagne, like sort of dead, dead, deadpan. And everyone's like, Taylor was so mad. If she really was, lighten up. And if right. she wasn't, she's a terrible actress.
3: No, she, what's, I, I like the term on Twitter. I saw she no played that joke. <laughs> she she single handedly <laughs> killed that joke. <laughs> uh, that, I watched some Golden Globes during the millions of timeouts in the Dolphins-Bills game. Somebody needs to feed some of those women a donut. What Everyone is so skinny
2: the men too
3: the men too yeah ryan gosling could use a donut as well you're right
2: these guys are just tiny
3: yeah i, I did i i did notice skinny must be in in hollywood because everybody <laughs> course, <laughs> think
2: since the black and white era yeah.
3: but yeah. no i actually i was like oh my gosh all these people i think
2: they're, they're
3: skinnier than usual <laughs> Okay. I, <laughs> no, if I if I wrong? I mean there was a, like Naomi Watts was giving a reward to Emma Stone. There must have been zero percent body fat on the entire about, set there. You no, know,
2: people are like Marilyn Monroe had these curves. It's like she was like a hundred and two pounds.
3: Oh uh, yeah, but I mean,
2: not that weight means anything. I'm just saying, it's right, not like but... she was this. She wasn't Christina Hendricks, who also, by the way, in real life does not look like. Uh, so voluptuous.
3: Well, Scarlett Johansson is a little, I mean, she probably weighs oh my gosh, 85. She's a, tiny. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, anyway. I, I don't think, this is, way, This is. I should not say, you I don't think men up. like that super skinny look. I don't I no, know ScarJo's like, ugly, you're right. No, no, <laughs> ScarJo, no. People, men love ScarJo, but she's not built like that. Like I think. Uh,
2: Kim Kardashian.
3: Men like people who look like real people. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm not, yeah.
2: Tell me. Men like people. Men like women who look like Rowan.
3: Yeah, I think like the this unrealistic skinny model in Hollywood is not super attractive to me.
2: Hmm.
3: I, I I think Hollywood goes too skinny. Obviously, I think it's a bad image. I have two young daughters. I'm like, yeah. I hope they're not watching Golden Globes. I think they have to wear a dress like that because they look stupid. There, you, I, yeah, yeah. Carlos, I said it. Comfort of sports, <laughs> stay for the variety. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's something I want to say, but I Pete's not here. And he's the person I trust on the dump button.
0: What if you spell it? I
2: can't. <laughs> uh, okay, I can spell okay. it. Okay, um, And it's something that someone once told me, because I don't really know about this kind of thing. No judgment. But it's something someone once told me about P-O-R-N, which is that people, men t- tend to watch... Um,
0: Adult videos?
2: Well, that look like real people. I'm sure there's still oh. the Jenna Jamesons and all the people who okay. look like, like totally plastic and all that. But there's something about, especially since, like, in the era of kind of like uh, DIY, if you will, porn, it's like I'd rather look at somebody who just looks like a regular person as opposed to a glossy, fake, you know, someone like a plastic-looking person. Yeah. No? Yes? No? 100%.
3: Yeah, uh, whatever. I mean, this is getting way too deep. Margot Robbie might be an exception. She's pretty cute.
2: (laughs) She's she's a very attractive person. I'm going to have like 12
1: texts from Pete in like two minutes. (laughs) Did she spell
2: porn again? I think there's something to people looking like real people.
1: Right,
3: and I do think Hollywood often makes that mistake where they they make these people look like sort of plastic dolls. It's
2: kind of like a high fashion thing. It's not supposed to be... Yeah, that's true. I don't think it's supposed to look sexual necessarily. I think it's supposed to look... Couture, like it's supposed to look. I don't know.
3: Yeah, but I do. I'm feel- in the
2: deep end. On this okay, one, guys. So I, I can make any score you want. Six forty on a Monday <laughs> no. morning
3: here. Can we get real though? I sometimes feel like women. <laughs> I feel like women misunderstand what guys are attracted to. Because, like, I remember where long time ago, guys were all into Scarlett Johansson. Women were like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, you know, it's mostly well, because we knew the way she's yeah." Where women are like, "Oh man, that Emma Stone is gorgeous. Why are more men not like?" I I, I tend to feel like. It's kind of hard to understand more real looking women. Yes. Yes.
2: Well, I think also you don't want to feel like I only have to be attractive for the male gaze. How do I just want to look? Take that, America. Fight Gosh, the patriarchy. Can, we, can we cut with this you, from yes, the podcast? For minute. I feel like this, uh, <laughs>
3: I feel like in so many ways, I, I almost said the word boobs like three times. <laughs> Maggie and
1: Perloff after dark. Before
2: dawn. <laughs> yeah. I thought
3: That's you guys were jumping and help me a little bit. I have nope. three red-blooded American males here. And and all and of a sudden, how Maddie's mic doesn't work. Carlos topic. is gone. Bogus is like just thrown out. <laughs> I'm not admitting what I watch at home. You wanted help on
0: that?
2: <laughs> I agree with
0: your Margot Robbie take.
2: Yes. <laughs> There's something about Bogus. Like, now bring back that donut. <laughs> um, uh, NBA last night, you want something?
3: Sure. Okay. Hey, who won that Lakers-Clippers game? That's a good stay question. Oh, <laughs> Lakers that. won
0: it 106-103, snapping the Clippers' five-game win streak. R.J. Barrett scored 37 as the Raptors won at the Warriors, 133-118 and the Nuggets took care of the Pistons 131 to 114 Nikola Jokic had 16 assists and South Dakota State beat Montana 23-3 in Frisco, Texas to win their second FCS title in a row the Jackrabbits have won 29 consecutive games
3: overall guys back to you this is the meanest thing i'll ever say i am uh, our producer EJ is is sick yeah. not here today and I feel terrible, and I hope he's okay and feels better soon. But, oh, my gosh, I'm so relieved I don't have to hear about the Knicks beating the Sixers on Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> I
2: EJ. think you're the one who actually got EJ sick. Like, somehow you infiltrated.
3: Yeah.
0: Andrew, do you not see me? I'm dressed like Madison no, 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 no. Square Garden threw you are up on me. You're so
3: much less obnoxious of a Knicks fan oh. than EJ. <laughs> it's
0: because you don't follow me on Twitter. Oh,
2: I should I, doing immediately. Now
3: I will definitely not follow. In fact, I'll block you. Honestly, now that Manny, I understand.
2: You, you do look like you'd be shooting t-shirts out of a cannon. <laughs> t- I got it. I where you got that
0: jersey. That's where I got my sweatpants. You guys haven't seen my sweatpants yet. You have on Nick's sweatpants too? Yes, sir. Socks? No, no. Do I the Nick's sweatpants rip oh, off? So of you can run in? in? <laughs> <I
2: don't know. laughs> They're tearaways.
0: No, they're not tearaways. And if these rip, I will be very heartbroken. So please don't touch my pants.
2: Bogus thing. Oh my you. gosh.
3: Another thing to, to hit the dumb button on. <laughs> another rule. Manny's saying, please don't touch my pants.
2: That's a drop. <laughs> I'm not dumping that. Eight five five two one two four CBS. What are you afraid? He's going to touch them. They're just going to disintegrate.
0: I got these at Marshall's for like eight bucks.
2: I love Marshall's. Oh, so they might disintegrate. 855 212 4CBS. My my husband has a Marshall's credit card that he got. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
3: Marshall's has a credit card?
2: Yes. It's amazing. I'm like, ah, that's Bill Cable. Yeah, that's how the
1: Dodgers keep signing everybody (laughs) (laughs) down.
2: Marshalls, like I needed some underwear. I'm like, you broke yeah. you open up a credit card. a <laughs> That being
3: said, I'd get a TJ Maxx credit card. A They're the
2: same. They're the same company. They're yeah. the same company. Uh-huh.
3: So he's got a Marshalls slash Maxx <laughs> to the minimum.
1: You can oh get my a god, card and like shop at like four different brands.
2: My husband's a Maxx anista, and I fully support it. 4 CBS. Eight five five. So many socks in, an in enabler. my house. <laughs> oh, man. Does he come
3: into the house and say, "Don't touch my pants"? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Something else I was going to say that was going to do full circle on the porn conversation, but I'm not going to do it. 855-212-4227. Okay, we mentioned it. Bogish mentioned it. You do have the first firing of Black Monday. We've got that to get to. and Also, could we have a surprise coaching change with one stalwart possibly saying goodbye? We'll get to all of that. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports
3: Radio. Why'd I ask? Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. What a wild weekend. Saturday was kind of crazy because you had... The Colts and Texans, that could not have been a closer game. Uh, I love Shane Steichen, former Eagles offense coordinator. The Eagles miss him. I think he screwed up the end of that game to allow the Texans to get to the playoffs and be the sort of feel-good story. CJ Stroud, I think probably will win rookie of the year. He's going up against Puka Nakua, but he is the story of the year. Oh, my God. He's so poised for a rookie.
2: Okay, but let's go pause on the Colts just for a moment because this is one of the only times we'll get to post-mortem on them. Why aren't you running Jonathan Taylor at the end of that game?
0: Absolutely. That
2: is crazy to me. Now, on the flip side, you also got hosed, which is weird because you're at home, which was a Texans player lined up in the neutral zone as clear as day, as clear as Kad- Kadarius Toney when he got called for it when the Chiefs were playing the Bills a couple weeks ago and everyone lambasted Kadarius Tony. I mean, that should have been a first down for the Colts, and they probably would have scored on that drive. I think they would have scored on that drive. But why Shane Steichen was not running the ball when Jonathan Taylor was blowing the doors off of yeah. them all night? I, I do not understand it. And same thing if I can just pivot for a second. I don't understand what happened at the end of the Jags games that stay with the AFC South mm. at the end of the Jags game. And Trevor Lawrence was super hurt. He, everything's wrong. He's got a knee problem. He's got a shoulder problem. He's got a concussion. It's, it's the definition of banged up and he played badly, but you have a chance to score and tie that game yesterday against the Titans. And you have a second and two. A third and two, mm-hmm. and a fourth and two, and you don't run the ball on any of those. See,
3: I saw you tweet that. I do not agree with that. Trevor What's Hats a higher percentage? Bad. Well, yeah, but on th- second and two, third and two, fourth and two, you you know the Jags are the king of negative runs I'm not going to the run game with that team at all
2: dude second and two Trevor Lawrence runs the ball on first down to pick up eight yards
3: yeah you honestly think that they you've watched that team all year they they love to have a minus five run there's no way you're running the ball first of all the clock is also a factor too you have a minute 50 left I I' am definitely the first down and spike you
2: can't the ball. throw you
3: can't have a two-yard pass First of all, the, what I don't understand... No,
2: they can't have a two-yard pass because well, they got you know stopped that, on three straight downs. I don't know. You know game. that now.
3: To me, that is not a run. Most teams would pass the ball in that situation. That In the, today's NFL fourth and 2 on a key got to have it you're not running the ball
2: uh, but what about second and 2 what about third and 2 like you if you you know you're in four down territory so third down isn't what third down is right like well, you the, know you're after, you have all four plays
3: and they really you should be able to complete a 2 yard pass with Trevor Lawrence and they I, they weren't even close which is a funny thing
2: I know they're going for deep shots they're going for these high degree of difficulty plays i, I just did not understand it so those are two sort of well i mean listen situations
3: Trevor me. Lawrence Injury or not injury, he missed a wide-open Calvin Ridley for what could have been a go-ahead yep. or at least a tying touchdown. They were down by eight. They yep. would have had to hit the two-point. So there was a lot of missed throws by Trevor Lawrence. Definitely hurt. Can we talk about that? That Jags defense just got mowed over by an old Derrick Henry. I, I think the defense takes a lot of blame there, too. Wait, how do we start this? The uh right, the, and the, Texans. the Texans and the Colts. Here's one thing about the Texans. As exciting as they are, Man, they, their offense is a little bit boring. Hand it off on first down for one yard every time and hope C.J. Stroud makes a great play. It's is effective. That a formula? I mean... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Cleveland, Cleveland's defense is going to feast on that. Okay, I'm but curious. they still
2: have Nico Collins, who now is back and is great. So they don't have Tank Dell, but they still have yeah. like one really good receiving option.
3: Yeah, I would mix it up against Cleveland because Cleveland will come after you.
2: Let's uh, quickly hit Thomas, worry, who is in Cleveland. On My hey, Thomas. only worry is that... How are you doing?
3: Houston has tall receivers. Yeah. And honestly, Miles Garrett, Zadarius Smith, they're going to eat CJ alive. We know this. But the truth is, Houston has tall receivers. And the Browns, they've failed against that. Hmm. And if CJ slings the ball, we're going to have trouble. We're going to have
0: trouble. Well,
2: Thomas, I think you, you mentioned it there. And thank you for the phone call. And good luck to your Browns. You got to get home on Stroud and he's mobile and he he's not mobile. like He's not a running quarterback, but he is elusive in the pocket and it's going to be tough, but you've got to, that's the key to this whole thing.
3: Well, right. And the one team that we know can get home is, is the Browns. Uh, I think the key is the Texans can't go to third and eight consistently like they did against the Colts. They have to really help out Stroud here. Yeah, this this is a great game. You're right. I can't believe it's Saturday at 4:30. I was shocked. Well, come on, you know. Listen, Joe Flacco against the Texans. You're really shocked, I, I, as bogus says, the Texans are grandfathered into this spot. They always played the first playoff
2: game. It should be your Eagles and the Bucks mm, who should be in that early. At least there's game.
3: history. Both teams have been in the Super Bowl in the last three years.
2: And we've been far away from that. 855 212 855-212-4227. We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys next. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day.